Ladies and gentlemen, we are on the air and in your ears. Podcasting with <laughs> reviewables. Cough away there. Cough right into that microphone, why don't you? Something's, uh, something's caught in my, Dick. My, my name's Keen McGarrigal and that makes no sense until we introduce our guest. His first name is Dick. That's true. Uh, this is Reviewables, the podcast that you're listening to. Hey, everybody. Ireland's favourite niche comedy podcast. Yes. Border Fox Desi O'Hare is up to his old tricks again. Border Fox, oh, this is my old um, oh, you're just your warm-up. Warm up. Border Fox Desi O'Hare up to his old tricks again. Border Fox Desi you're O'Hare. You're moving your face like you're uh, uh, an ape in Planet of the Apes, the is original, it? and you have to move your face extra. Well, as we all know, as RT professionals, the camera picks up the biggest face and it distills them down so you have to be very big on camera and it distills it down into little subtle well there's no there's no cameras here uh, unfortunately Dick I meant to ask what is what is, what is this well what this is, is we'll, we'll introduce you first of all ladies and gentlemen our guest today is a former work colleague of mine uh, true you w- would have seen him on uh, Republic of Telly uh, fan favourite fan favourite uh, self-proclaimed fan favourite uh, broadcasting legend Bon vivant, raconteur, raconteur, after dinner speaker, after dinner speaker, before dinner speaker, before dinner, during dinner speaker. He, he loved to speak, <laughs> chewing with his mouth chewing open. Chewing with his mouth open. Dick Liver. Dick, Dick Liver is my name. That's his name. Hello, Dick. Hello, Ed. Hello, Kian. Good Kian. to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. Yes, it's been since we were uh, unceremoniously dumped by those absolute pricks in Radio Telefigeren. Well, I think uh, I, th- I think uh, unceremoniously dumped is a, is a bit strong. They well, went in a different direction. Yes, one oh, Carol Spain <laughs> direction. Oh yes, <laughs> that bastard. Did you get fired for an Al- replaced by Al Porter? Uh, no. no, no, you replaced Al Porter. I replaced Al. Bo- <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I replaced Al. They wanted to go someone <laughs> even more relevant than Al Porter. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so they went with a very very old man. <laughs> <laughs> was it last season the last ep- last season you didn't do you did do we did we the did second last season, second oh, last season. I can't remember when I left the last Republic season Valley. yes Carl Spain came along and took over both our jobs and wow. they had two less episodes in the last season because that's how much fun Ed and Dick were mm-hmm. we were two episodes worth of fun and because we weren't there they said, well, we can't, we can't do these last two episodes. And is it true that comedy. they didn't tell you guys that you were being fired and you turned up to record an episode and weren't let into the RT Well, uh, yeah, truth I, be told, I was genuinely not told that I wasn't coming back. <laughs> yeah. But let's make a bit out of that also. Uh, yes, I did. I, uh, I, tur- I turned up in my suit. Dick uh, turned up in a pair of Speedos. Mm-hmm. And it was part of the. You also turned story. up on Crime Line as well, but that's yeah. So we we'll get to that no. later. And you, you kind of you re, there was a vapor coming off you mm-hmm. of like Vicks vapor rub, and you said you were you were tired and sick, mm-hmm. uh, but you seemed very very, let's just say, uppity. Yes, you were. You'd, uh-huh. you'd had a few Red Bulls or something. Well, you know that the, uh, the in RT there's this. Uh, kind of way things are done and they've tried to move it to one side after a few incidents but uh, 
I, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old school, and I believe that uh, the old way of doing things is the best. So it used to be before you'd go on and read the news or present your programme back in the late 80s when I started out, you'd uh, do a few cheeky bumps, and then you'd go on and you... Like at a birthday party? Sure. <laughs> at cheeky bumps, birthday bumps. And you, well, yeah. But it wouldn't be your birthday. You'd go on, and I tell you, I'd get through the nine o'clock news in about... 13 minutes flat. <laughs> wow. There could be all kinds of shenanigans going on up north yeah. or wherever. P- people blowing up this, there, everything. There was so much news back then. You're talking about the one time that you presented the news uh, topless and you just blurted it all out in 13 minutes. I and did. Then Ran the, out of the studio. The, yes. weather, the weather report had to do like a 10 minute special. Where they uh, called because up. Because there, was, there yeah. was no more news. Yeah. But sure, at least we can always talk about the weather in Ireland, so that was easy <laughs> for them. Yeah. Yes. But that's that's how things were done. That's how things were done, just everyone was on cocaine. Yeah. Oh, he explicitly said it there. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, wait. What is this again? A podcast? I don't... What? <laughs> it's, 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 it's a radio. It's like a radio show on the internet. On the internet, yeah. Internet right. radio. Internet. Yeah, that, it's like a radio show that not me, many people listen to, so it's like 2FM, really. Oh, very good. I was always a Radio 1 man myself. I can tell by the way you talk. Myself, Marty Whelan and the boys busting out Ennio Morricone and shooting up. (laughs) To the the strains of Cinema Paradiso. Cinema Paradiso. Yes. We'd be bubbling a crack pipe and (laughs) and (laughs) playing the, the hits of Mr... Morricone, il maestro himself. Yeah, just Ennio Morricone. Just Ennio, yeah. off our tits <laughs> to yeah. the big man. And that was that was the top 40 chart show as well. So yes, it was there, was, there was no Ennio on it. Yeah. We, just, we just did, back in those days, we did what we wanted. You weren't told what to We weren't told what, what to, to do, we didn't ask. We just did whatever <laughs> the hell we want. Dick, I'm surprised. Uh, I listen a lot Please to call me Dick. Yeah. Yeah, you had <laughs> a policy Liver. don't ask, don't stop. Uh, yes. <laughs> don't ask, don't listen. Don't stop, <laughs> keep, keep going. going. <laughs> <laughs> Myself no. and Larry Gogan played Russian roulette live on air. <laughs> Yeah, that, during the just a minute quiz. Yeah, during yeah. the yes, we had sixty seconds. The clock started, and if, if, if you got a question wrong, you had to pull the trigger. Luckily, the gun only went off once. It missed my face and took off the tip yeah. of Larry's left ear. Ah, and, well, not so much that you. Did. I remember that, yeah. and, you, and then you said to Larry, uh, "The bullets didn't suit you today." Yes, <laughs> yeah. he didn't like that. Yeah, because you were you were uh, you were uh, aping his uh, catch paraphrasing. His catchphrase. Yes. I, I catchphrase. I, I listen to a lot Very of Lyric catch. FM and I'm surprised that you have not turned up on Lyric yet. You haven't been given your own show because a lot of people... Marty. Marty yeah. and that, the Radio 1 guys, they've... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't like to say put out to pasture because it's not true. Yeah. Because they're, they're doing not, great stuff out they're there. They're not it's out just a new, eating grass. They're not. It's, uh, I don't understand. For Some sure. of them are. Smoking it. I don't understand metaphors. I think I know what you mean exactly. Yes. I didn't need the mime because you did actually Smoking a field? Yes. I... Did I actually? You I, auditioned for Lyric <coughs> FM. I did, but you were confused. Did you, you do thought a Lyric, tape? He thought Lyric FM was just a radio station where people read out the lyrics of songs that yes. they liked. I didn't listen to it before. I I should have. But yeah. back in the, my day, when you went for a job, you didn't listen. You just went and did it. Don't ask. Don't tell. Don't it was listen. Personality led radio. Personality. Yes, and I've got. There's one thing I have. It's a lot of personality. So I'd go, I went in there and I read the lyrics to some of my favourite songs. Yeah. Right. Father and Son. Father and Son by Mr. Cat Stevens. Did you send Scandalous by Mystique. 
Scandals by Mystique. Did you send in a tape? That one about fathers by Harry Chapin. What? Did you send in a tape or did you do it live? I, 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 well, I, I went in. Marty, my old friend Marty, was doing his show in the morning. Yeah. I came in. I said, Marty, step outside for a minute, will you? He said, no. I popped him in the face, dropped him like a sack of potatoes. And then I sat in his chair and I read the lyrics to some of my favorite songs. Wow. Some yeah. of which we just listened there. Yeah. And I was dragged out of the building by a load of men. And Were they burly? They were quite burly. <laughs> and you didn't get a show then after that? No. Just to clarify, you did yeah. not get a show I on Lyric FM. Uh, we did have some fun times. We did, we did. Uh, we used to, we used to um, really mix it up on there. They, they wanted kind of uh, young, hip dudes like myself and Mr. Salmon yeah. to get on there and we had connect the, with the We youths. had the absolute run of the place. You we sure did. did. Well, uh, we had the run of whatever our uh, security passes would give mm. us limited access to. Over two, to we had States. to run a two dressing rooms and one corner of the canteen. Yes, and we could wander. There was like a big warehouse space. You could just wander yeah. around. There wasn't much studio. It's quite cold yeah. for free mm. range uh, presenters. Free yes. ah. range. There'd be a fenced off area. Only your battery presenters. Yeah, there'd be presenters. They'd stretch their legs. They'd be walking around. Grass fed with microphones fed. interviewing each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just getting just limbering up. Yeah, getting ready for exactly. the day. And then as soon as they're called into action. Pow! Yes, off into yeah. the air. It's well, a new like, world, a brave air. new world from when I started out, I'll tell you that. I guess, mm-hmm. Dick, you've, in some ways, you've kind of been set out to stud, uh, you could say, except, of course, you've never lost your virginity. No, I didn't. I've never known the touch of a woman that wasn't my mother. Wow. And even then, it was just her breasts when <coughs> I was a babe. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you've had a lot of dalliances, but nothing... N- nothing no, that involved. Nothing that involved me. Dick getting his <laughs> lad wet. No, sorry, I forgot the turned down the tone yeah. of the podcast. Um, can I ask you then? What's a dal? No, let's not get into that. Since fingering, <laughs> <laughs> pointing people out. That's what yes. he calls fingering. It was him. I saw a shoplifting. Um, he w- he'd point a twink and say, "No thanks." Finger <laughs> twink. <laughs> oh Adele. Have you heard the new Zip Up Your Mickey, which is uh, Conor McGregor's uh, sister's sister, uh, voicemail? Uh, reading that poor woman in the dog room. <laughs> oh, yes. no, it's not even a voicemail. It's a WhatsApp audio message. Oh, really? It'll be completely out of date by the time this goes out. Which, no, I haven't, only I haven't got a heard week's life. Story of back. my career. <laughs> yeah. Out of date before it even reaches the air. <laughs> Were you surprised about Conor McGregor, a man who's built his career on being violent, being violent? Uh, no, I was not. I actually, I interviewed Conor in the early stages when he was mm. starting out his MMA career. I know someone who interviewed him when he was on the dole. Really? Yeah. Just that, about being on the dole, so. What was he saying? That short-lived uh, television program, the dole. <laughs> I went for that to present that job, but yeah. because I'm a uh, upper class Dubliner, I didn't know what the dole was. Ah, so I didn't uh, didn't book that gig. No, I didn't. Yeah. Well, originally, obviously, I could tell by my accent, I'm from Dundalk. But you've kind of lost the. Uh, uh, no, you went to elocution lessons. Well, did you? back then you had to. If you wanted to get on air, now any Joe Schreiter so, can get on there and say whatever they want. Fucking culty. And the, but back then you had to talk. With a certain way. Basically, you needed to talk the way Protestants talk. Yeah. So we had this person in there, Protestant, who would give us Protestant lessons yeah. on how to speak. The house Protestant. The and house then Protestant. And then when you were on air with Republic Italy, they had a culture presenting it. They did. A yeah. big, dirty, Cavan bastard. Yeah. 
How did and, you and feel about that? Culture. Well, uh, you weren't the whole, you weren't the main presenter. Though, yeah, yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, a, you know, not for yeah. want of trying. Uh, no, I will. Myself and uh, <laughs> Kevin got on to the wrong foot because I thought, <clears throat> I thought he was Neil Delamere. I just heard, I when I booked the gig, I Wikipedia did. Wikipedia to this day says show presented by Neil Delamere. So yeah. I went up and I said, Neil, love your work. And that was your, that was two presenters. Yeah. Two presenters Wrong. deep at this stage, yeah, yeah. and he uh, he didn't he, take kindly yeah, to that. He no. started to cry, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we we never spoke since. And then he slowly got on his knees. Yes, and you were like, "Where well, that, that's, that's I mean, that's, that's not what I meant by Neil." Yes, <laughs> I get you now. Yeah, no, he 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 he. You thought he, you were doing like a Zod? He did. He did. And, and I, Superman, do. He but, knew of your reputation then. Outside of our witty banter on the studio floor for the benefit of the audience, we didn't have any dealings. And no. I was quite happy to. Mm. He was just a young upstart. And he still is. He's, st- well, slightly older upstart. But mm. still an upstart. Still an upstart. Glad we got that out of the way. Since, you've, since you were unceremoniously fired from Republicatelli, what have you been up to? And since your efforts to get on Lyric? Well, I've been doing Sweet Fanny Adams, but... How does she feel about it? <laughs> As I said, I'm a virgin. I've never touched a woman. I what an interesting character trait to have. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yes. I. I what have been, I'm doing? I haven't been doing much. But then I got wind. I, I was driving along in my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I own. Yeah. All oh, right. Was it's your baby beside rental. you at the wheel? You were driving along in your automobile. I don't have a baby. And I. Uh, be, da- be dangerous right beside the wheel as well. It would, I suppose. That's what the gear stick should be. Yeah. I, saw, I looked out the window and I saw this big billboard on uh-huh. the side of the road. And it said, Reviewables, with Keen and Ed. And I thought, first of all, that's not a name, that's not a word, reviewable. It's true not. Yeah. And then I said, Ed, I know that face. And these two giant 12-foot-high heads on the, on the billboard, I said, I know him. I used to work with him once upon a time. Mm-hmm. So I put the call in and I said, Hey, Ed, it's Dick from... Republic of Dick Liver from Republic of, remember Republic of Telly that we did a couple episodes together before we were on ceremony anyway and, <clears throat> I'm not up to I, much and I said Dick I remember yes yeah. uh, you did he said mm-hmm. Dick and I said yes Dick Liver and he, then we I asked him I asked him could I just come along to see what Reviewables was I didn't know what a podcast is still don't so I showed up and here I am well, a podcast was invented by uh, Mr. Podcast. <laughs> Pasco <laughs> like, Podcast. Pasco Podcast. I don't know if that's uh, been if that's canon yet. That might be next month. Yeah, Ooh, we never know. Like a little Easter egg, like the Marvel movies do. It's exactly. The this little is hint the re- towards something that's coming down the pike. The, the reviewables pike. cinematic <laughs> podcast universe. <Yes. laughs> the expanded reviewables podcast yeah. universe. Yeah, please listen uh, to after the credits for the post-credits scene <laughs> this episode. We did once or twice we've had that. Oh, we've we had have, a little yeah. post-credits scene. And I've also been writing my memoirs. I, ah, this is what I was trying to yes. get to. Yeah. You don't know your memoirs. <laughs> this is the name of the book. Sorry, it's called, it's called what? You don't know Dick. Excellent. Oh, yes. that's a nice. Uh, that's my a, name. Yes, Dick Lewis. But you will if you, you read this book. Is that in brackets after? No. What you turn over the book and it says something to that effect at the back where the where the storyline is. Mm. So what's uh, what, what prompted you to write the memoir? Money. Uh, money. Well, no one's. I haven't received any financial 
reward oh, for you're, you're writing the it promise yourself. of money. Spec. The promise of money. I wouldn't call oh. it a promise. The hope, the wish, the dream. Mm. Ha! Wing and a prayer. The Wing desperation. Prayer. So it's about my childhood in Dundalk mm-hmm. and how I came with a bindle on my back and a pocket full of dreams to the mean streets of Dublin town. A bindle? Up to me. It's like a stick with a little... Handkerchief. Handkerchief thing with all my things in it. Your, I had your cheeses. My and cheeses. <laughs> and that was it. I came with a crackers. lot of cheese from Trada. Don't talk. And I came and I walked to Montrose <laughs> with my bare feet. It was yeah. a long journey. I rocked up at the door and a man saw me. And mm. he said, kid, I think you got something. Wow. And that man's name? Mike Murphy. <sighs> Wow. Mike Murphy. The Unfortunately, Mike Murphy. years later, we had a massive falling out, and he'd become, frankly, my mortal enemy, something of a blood feud with wow. Mike Murphy. But originally, in the early days, he was my friend and mentor. And so he. Friend. And he went from being your friend and mentor and, and friend. friend. To being your mortal enemy, yes, and is that the crux of the book? Because that's a yes. great what a what it a is. great yeah. St- yeah. what a great it story. Is. From the time I firebombed the Rattlebag Recording Studio, <laughs> and he wasn't even presenting it at that stage, <laughs> to, to the time that I went up to hit him on the street when he was in disguise pulling one of his famous pranks, and I shivved him in the gut, and it turned out not to be him at all. It turned out to be a woman named Suzanne. Who I later married. What a story. Ah, what a great story. But I, yes, she didn't know that I was the one who stabbed her. I felt guilty. I visited yeah. her in the hospital and then a relationship blossomed from there. You married, married, but then she she absconded. The, well, the, here's the, the, the trick. It turned out that she was actually Mike Murphy and he was playing the long game. Oh. Wow. Got all those necking sessions. That he, re- yes. he, really, he really put the effort in, didn't he? He really did. And he sucked me off. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the prank on now, Mike Murphy? <laughs> who's the prank on now? I think it's still on you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. do I. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you laugh at my misfortune. I expect it from Shan here, but you, Ed. <laughs> Shan. That's what I read on the billboard with Shan and Ed. Shan and Ed. It, are you sure you didn't see a billboard for Shannon Side <laughs> FM? And you just didn't have your, your very... I know what Shannon Side FM is. We don't have is. a billboard I, I interned there last mm. year. You back to interning? Uh, yes. After I got dumped, that's the only thing well, for I, I I an elderly man. I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you misread it because... Dick Keen, uh he's incredibly cheap. Yes. I mean, he only ever wore one suit that he stole from someone. Mike Murphy? Mike yes. Murphy. And uh, now I know it's obviously Mike Murphy. Mm-hmm. But then he'd, he'd wear, his eyesight's very bad and he's mm-hmm. wearing his glasses now, which are actually prescription glasses. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, someone said, you better go get new milk bottle glasses. So he just bought some milk bottles wow. cut off the ends and fashioned some glasses from a few co- a few coat hangers they, they didn't work on. they didn't work yeah I drove a car into a woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was her woman. what was her name her name was Bernadette and I later married her <laughs> <laughs> again I felt very guilty about the whole thing I visited her in hospital and I became her husband and carer <laughs> and did that turn out to be gay bird or someone no it didn't it in turned disguise. out to be a woman called Bernadette who later died from her injuries within the year wow did you inherit much from her no oh well that was unfortunate yes 
could have been a good gain. Um, so I, I wanted to I ask you. To yes, end there wasn't I? In you, <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because someone For taking I, improv classes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mike well, Murphy's that, running them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've since patched things up, and now oh, I've started taking his classes. Well, that's that's a wonderful end to the. I can see this as a. You might be able to sell your book as a film because that's a wonderful oh. end. And in mm. the end, you two discover that maybe the real enemy wasn't each other. Maybe the real enemy was in. <laughs> I was going to say inside you, your own selves, yes. but it, it was. Yeah. A, it could have been Gay Byrne. Yes. What about Arthur Daly? Arthur Daly. No, that's not right. From who? Minder. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not who I meant. He's uh, my special icon of the city. No, that's not who I meant as. Arthur, who used to do Mailbag. What's his name? Uh, Arthur Mailbag. <laughs> Arthur used to Daly. do Mailbag. Well, it's funny you mention Arthur Daly because Dick did give him some advice and his advice was, wear a hat. Wear a hat. Wear a hat. I've never Pe- worn one myself. People will cast you if you wear a hat. Yes, but I've, fu- I, I've never worn one myself because mm. I have so much product in my head that I had to keep sliding off my head but if I was to wear a hat well I wouldn't be sitting here with you punks you would you your career would have just gone skyrocketed skyrocketed because I've been on Republican telly Arthur Murphy is who I meant Arthur Murphy. mailbag never heard of him Mike's Move brother <laughs> was he not there wow he must have been off in one section of RT by himself doing yes. that mm. wow okay well that the mail that conversation room. oh yeah that makes sense there's another mail room in RT, but don't go in that room. No. Unless you have uh, some baby oil. Hmm. See, because the rumour... Now, and I haven't read your book because you haven't finished uh, writing it yet. It started, really. but <laughs> Or started. But I but heard... still, the RT guide are doing a spread about you. Hmm. In, yeah. Initially, you fell out with, with Mike Murphy because you wanted to set up a comedy double act. Uh-huh. And you wanted him to change his name to Michael Onions. Mm-hmm. So you could be liver and onions. Michael and Dick. Yes, sorry. Uh, yes, liver sorry. and onions. Liver and onions. Oh, very good. Yeah, and originally it was going to be Mick and Dick. Mick and Dick. Mickey and Dick. Mickey and liver and onions. Liver and onions. And he was keen at first, mm. but then I realised he was just fobbing me off. Which is something he also he later did, did when, when we were he was married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he fobbed me off, and uh, liver and onions died before it began. But we had this amazing comedy routine, like the two black chaps trying to sign on the social welfare and it was wow remember mm. this was different time this was in uh, 2008 and we uh, we just before the crash just before the crash and uh, before all all barriers <laughs> and it was us we did this hilarious all acceptable thing barriers where we'd well, there's no fine way to put it we'd we'd put we'd black up and we'd we'd hide cameras in a dole office, and we go to sign on, and we talk in these very, very exaggerated accents, and then you know the shenanigans that would come out. But it actually, the staff were very helpful, and I ended up making 188 euro a week for about uh, three months before they caught on to that I was actually not who I said I was. I was a white man called Dick Liver, and then I was slapped with a hefty fine. Did they laugh? They laughed about it after when I had to pay them the fine. Mm. And you put yeah, all that money's gone now. You, oh yes, you, up that was the part nose. Of the fine. What? Up the, up, sorry, up the nose. Yes, part of the fine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think? I think you know. There's been a lot of changes in RTE mm. since, uh, even since you were uh, unceremoniously yeah. fired. What do you from think of the new breed, Republic Italy? 
Anyone? Yeah, there's like Mike Murphy's not there anymore. Yeah. Anyone, you like, anyone you like now? Anyone I like? There's a young Turk who I caught my eye. I like his f- style. I like his fashion. A little too cutting edge for me, but I don't mind. Name of Rian Tuberty. Yes. Mm. Yes. Rian. Presents the Late Late Show. He does. Yeah. And another show yeah. on Radio 1 or 2FM. Yeah, he's got Jerry's out slot over at 2FM. Uh, Rian Tuberty. I like him. He's a, he's a little quirky for my taste, but... Uh, yeah. You need that. It's he's, modern he's, times. He's got an edge, doesn't he? He's got he? an edge, that man. Literally, he's that thin. He's, you <laughs> he cut could, yourself you, on him. He's got I, a crease. He does. Yeah. He's got sharp corners. Mm-hmm. He's quite he's a, a bachelor sort, about town as he's well. He's the sort of presenter that you have to baby-proof. Yes, exactly. Or, and otherwise. there's other presenters you have to baby-proof yeah. for, for different reasons. But do you think, I, I, what I was going to say as well, is there's been a lot of changes. Obviously, there's the new breed coming in and everything. Do you think you may, might have a chance? Are you going to maybe try and get back in there? Absolutely. Because I think I could see you mm. hosting one of those a cutting edge type program, you know. That's it. Where it's gonna be, I've got this show. I've pitched them a show. It's called Telling It Like It Is Excellent. with Dick Liver, where me, Eno Darty, <laughs> David uh, Quinn, David Quinn, mm-hmm. Ian Bailey. John McGurk. John McGurk, Olaf Tranison, and a couple of other ra- old rascals. We sit down and we have a big bottle of vodka in the middle of the table and we get cracking into it and we start talking about what's what and who's who and what we're going to do to change it. Wow. And I've already shot a pilot in my sitting room. <laughs> I heard about this. Yeah, yes. yeah. The, night, not, the nine that, hour pilot. That pilot was shot. The guards were called three times. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Ian Bailey, just because Ian Bailey kicked off, didn't he? <laughs> I've, yeah. se- I've seen the I've seen the edit of it and it's weird because I'll you're, you, you're you talking don't... and then guards appear and then they're gone in one cut. Yes. It's it, the magic of the movies, baby. It disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I tell you, I tell you, you don't drink Ian Bailey. He just the second drink touches his lips, he's off to the races. And who do you think out of that? He goes. I'm always thinking of these sort of shows. Going. It's going to be great for a while, but then there's going to be tension in the camp. You know, you've yeah. got you've got eight young buckos there mm-hmm. or whatever amount, all vying for it. Someone's yeah. going to go into a spin-off. Someone's going to get their own spin-off show out of this. Who do you think Me. it's going to be? No, you're the host of this show. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else that comes to public attention yeah, who, that. who's trying to be the, the, the Simon Cowell well he's, he's hot at the minute because of the old podcast the other podcast but I'd say I'm going to say Bailey I'm going to say Bailey might get a shot yeah might get a couple of uh, true crime podcast yeah, presented yeah. by Ian Bailey why not as opposed to Ian Bailey being the subject know your enemy um, yes! well that's good that's good to know so that and um, what is that telling it like it is that's Tell it like it is. Tell like it we is. can expect to see that on RTE. Anyway. Probably not. I mean, they haven't heard back from them. I shot it a year ago. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So it's uh, kind of for yeah. a current affairs show. Oh, yeah. A year old current affairs mm. show. I did hear that yeah. that David Quinn and John McGurk have an extended uh, section in it where they say there is definitely not going to be an abortion referendum yes. in the near future. Yes. Yeah. No way yeah. the government are ever going to agree to that. No. Uh, you might want to cut that out before it's you. It's a little. Bit I mean. Waste not, what not. Yeah, well, you know. And you don't know Dick, your uh, mem- memoirs. Memoir, memoir. Hopefully uh, we'll be in the shops by Christmas. Yeah, we'll again. Would you, would, you, would you have started it by Christmas? Oh, well, that's, I, I've, I've inspired myself now. I'm going to go home and start it. Yeah. Right hopefully now. it'll be in the shops by Christmas, and hopefully it'll stay there once they notice that someone has come in and, and put, put books book. that they didn't order. I have, to, I have to get you, I have to interview you. I need to get a few choice yarns from you about old Dick. Oh, I'm kind of, I'm busy that, when is it? Whenever you're free. Um, I'm busy, busy you could, yeah. for the next... I'm going away. I'm Whenever leaving, you're free. I'm leaving the country. Whenever you... I'll, I'll, I'll let you... I'll, email. Have you got... Yeah. 
Send me your phone number via email and I'll uh, WhatsApp you back. Okay, cool. I was thinking as well we could get the band back together, just me and you. Go on the road, you know, Republic of Telly Tour. Yeah. Me, we you. never played music, but I mean, I could give it we a lot. T- we could get up and we could talk about funny things that happened in the news that week. Or uh, an evening with Dick and Salmon. An evening with Dick and Salmon. Liver and Salmon. Liver and oh, Salmon. Oh, sorry, yeah. Dick and Ed. Dick and Ed. Dick, Dick Ed. Ed. Liver and Salmon, Dick Ed. We go back on the road. We'll ask Kevin and Joanne to tag along as well. <laughs> I've only just realised dickhead yes <laughs> I never realised that before I don't get it <laughs> yeah me neither it just sounds funny I'm not surprised um, so, well thanks very much for coming in Dick That's it's been yeah. it's been a, a pl- pleasure and a privilege thank you yeah it's been uh, great to see you again Ed I, yeah I've, I've seen you yeah. <laughs> sure have <laughs> could on. I plug a few things well of course that yeah. was my next question right well May the 3rd yeah. In the dewdrop in Galway, there's a little chap named Liam Nugent. He's doing a gig there in the world, or in the world, in Ireland's smallest comedy club. Maybe it's the world. I don't know. Um, upstairs in the dewdrop in May the third. Liam Nugent. Yes. He's not a dwarf comedian. No, he's not. He's guy. been on. No, he's, he's been on, on the had, show. We've had, we've had him on the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're a dark horse. Angry young man. Angry young man. Uh, but I'm fond of him. Yeah. I'm mm. fond. I see him now. If he got a. He's a man now that could He's a change the face of what he is. Like myself, he could with a, a snappy dresser. A firearm. Yeah, yeah. he could change. He's shown up before. He's yeah. shown up unprompted to uh, Montrose before um, with a loaded weapon. Yeah. He yes. could change the face of what he is. he's not the first to do that, no. and he won't be the last. No, with that chap with who the, drove the car through uh, looking for Pat Kenny. Yeah. 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 He really misjudged how uh, narrow his car was. <laughs> he sure did. I was there that night. It was hilarious. A couple <clears> of us, me, PK... Jerry, a few of us, we rocked out. We were balubas. And we saw this guy and we dragged him out and we dragged him into the car park and we curb stomped him. We were doing, you know, that Goodfellas stomping that De Niro gives Billy Betts? Yeah. yeah. So you should have seen PK, red in the face, tongue, coat up to the gills, standing on that poor chap's head. And the, did they make the papers? No, it didn't. Why? Because we ran that town back then. Now, where is he? Over sucking Dennis O'Brien's teats over at Newstalk, the Judas bastard. I'll tell you one thing. I may have been fired by RTE, but I never went, f- climbed up O'Brien's hole. Did I? No. If you're listening, PK, shame on you. You've we were integrity. friends once. Do you know who else didn't do it? Mike Murphy. And he's the worst person I know. And he didn't go and... I thought you were friends again. Oh, yeah. Mike, I'm sorry. It's PK, a, he's the worst one I know. You fell out and reflex. then you're, you're friends again. Reflex yes. reaction. Chaps, I'd better run. Yep. Liam Nugent. Liam Nugent. And then, oh yes, on Thursday, April the 26th at 7.30pm, as part of the Dublin Sci-Fi Film Festival, a film by a young literal man called Sean Clancy is also playing. It's called Locus of Control. It's bloody excellent. I, I've, I've no ties to it, but a chap I know, Peter McGann, as a small part in it, it oh, also wow. stars Seamus O'Rourke and What's that date? John Morton. What's the that 26th. Date? The 26th, that is in uh, two days' time. Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's two w- days' time. Get out. Get on down Get on there. that. It's Double weird. It's Locus of control. Yes. Yeah, it's weird that you came in and plugged uh, other people's things, but very generous of you. Well, well I plugged my book as well. He's plugged his yeah. book yeah. in yeah. the show. So, Dick, thanks very much. Thanks, this Chan. has been... <laughs> This has been a, great, a pleasure to have you on. Uh, yep, that's Reviewables yep. for another week. My name's Kim That's Reviewables, baby. <laughs> that's, 
Alan Bennett was the producer. Sokar did the theme tune. Rob Steers did the artwork. Edwin Salmon nodded his head at me right there. Yeah, I did. To agree with everything I'm saying. I agree. And we will talk to you all next week. I love you They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I am Dick Liver. Well, well, well. I'm putting together a team. You in, Dick? Is that you, Mike? It's me. (laughs) Mike Murphy! (laughs) You absolute saucy dog. You thought I was Samuel L. Jackson. I did. It wouldn't be the first time. Now, suck me off.